Hey, thanks once again for checking out the podcast for Lou and Al for breakfast on the Borders 105.7 Triple M. Fair to say, Lou, we have just capped off another huge week on the show. Yes. Gosh, it's been such a big week. I'm racking my brain to think of all of the things that we've done this week. Well, of course, we started off with No Talk Day on Monday. That's right, Monday. Which Uh, was where we weren't even here talking. Yes, which is a fantastic initiative by Triple M and... um, you know, gives people the opportunity to open up that conversation. We spoke to Swatter about it. Swatter's part of the courageous conversation that you can see on our website as well, triplem.com.au. Um, yeah, fabulous day, no talk day. And then it just, well, then we got to talk after that. Yeah, we were back on Tuesday talking <laughs> at full capacity, yeah. which was good. And then, of course, uh, another massive event this week is that, uh, well, it was the next big part of our fundraising for Carevan because we had that busy week where we had copies of Border Monopoly. We were raising money for Carevan and the amazing work that they do across the border, basically raising as much coin as possible so they could buy a new van. And then this week we got the story of Rob who, of course, if you remember back, was the successful bidder midweek of one of these Border Monopoly games for $5,000. But he decided that wasn't enough. Yeah, so it escalated from there uh, in a good way. Yeah, in a massively good way. Have a listen to this. Let's take you back to, well, about this time last week, Lou, uh, when if you were listening to our fundraising efforts for Caravan, auctioning off copies of Border Monopoly, you may remember this particular call. Um, I want to buy one of those Monopoly boards. You want to put a bid in for it? Yeah, $5,000. $5,000? Now, we're just going to confirm this, Rob. You didn't accidentally add a zero there. It's definitely five zero 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 five thousand dollars $5,000 for today's copy of Border Monopoly with the money going to Caravan. Correct. That is correct. And then my, my, my company is Zypex Australia. What Zypex. an amazing company you run. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rob. That is absolutely brilliant. We really appreciate your generous donation. Lived in Albury most of my life and uh, love, um, love what Caravan's doing and uh, it's extraordinary. So that was a fantastic day for fundraising. It was indeed. So uh, Rob Godson from Zypex yep. rang up and... and uh, Gave us that successfully $5, bid five thousand yep. dollars for his yeah. copy of Border Monopoly. It was the highest bid. Uh, surprise, surprise! On the day last yes. Wednesday, <laughs> um, and Rob from Zypex and John Brabant from Caravan join us right now. Morning, guys. How are you? Hello. Thank you. Morning, Great to be here. Well, great to have you both here because uh, there's a little bit more to this story. I mean, five thousand dollars already for uh, a copy of Border Monopoly was absolutely phenomenal. But you decided to go one better. Yeah, so um, tell us what eventuated from that. So the $5,000, and it's interesting, sorry, before you tell us, um, Rob, you said you wanted to donate the money, but you thought, oh, it would be nice to have a copy of Border Monopoly as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was about, I've never uh, um, given Caravan any support previously, and uh, I thought spontaneously, well, why not now and why not 5000 Yep. But as the day went on... Um, and I wanted to pay the 5000 before the end of June. So I, I found Leanne and asked that uh, if I get a bank cheque, could she give me a receipt? And she said she was very excited and she said, uh, Rob, I'd love to and I can come around. And then, and we got talking and I thought to myself, there's something about this woman. And um, uh, I and I said, maybe you can just, I'll, I'll leave it at the front desk. Then I said, Leanne, no, can we meet? Can you come out the office around two and let's chat? Okay. And can I keep going? Yeah, yeah, keep please. Going. And and uh, 
there was two other colleagues with me in my office and Leanne, Lynn and Stacey, and uh, we'd listened to this woman for would have been half an hour of the things Caravan does, the things she does, and uh, uh, it was phew, amazing uh, to the point that I had a couple of times I had tears coming down my face and uh, so did the girls and... Um, and the passion that just come out of that woman was something I've not seen in a long time. And she was talking about this van she had and um, how it didn't have Bluetooth and the police booked her for using her phone and oh, no. didn't have this, didn't have that. And uh, and I just, something, I just, would you like a new van? And it just come out of me. So it must have meant to happen. Wow. And she nearly... She burst out crying, I think. It was one, just a beautiful, spontaneous um, event uh, that was enjoyed by all. I love it. So you just you just felt like you just that's something that you really wanted to do. And, and you know, you're fortunate enough to be able to be in that position that you can do that, which is amazing. Mm. Um, you know, we were, we were hoping or we were excited at getting $5,000 towards Completely. the van. Now... I better introduce you into the story, John, because, you know, to find out that we'd raised, I think last week we ended up raising, it, was a bit, it would have been close to sort of $6,500, and we were excited. We're like, oh, $6,500, that's, that's a good go it's towards a solid a week. van. How did you feel when you found out that you didn't have to worry about that anymore? You were getting a new van. Oh, very, very excited. I mean... This is the whole thing I feel that's happened with Caravan ever since it started is that at times where we're, we've come up with an idea or we come to a, a fork in the pathway and something just happens. Someone like Rob comes into our life and, and takes it forward that extra step. Yep. Um, it came about also because of two of the dynamic women in, in Caravan, Jackie, who gave the interview last week and then followed on by... Uh, Leanne, who's taken Caravan through a critical time over COVID and yep. where we couldn't put together our social inclusion feeding of people, she's diversified it into going in helping other charities and, and just getting down to one-on-one -on -one helping people with mental illness and, and physical disorders. And so we, we've been taking the, the food to the people rather than the people coming to us. Yeah. Wow. So, as you say, like the word pivot comes to mind, but it, people have had to change the way they do things. But for uh, an enterprise, you know, um, like the Caravan Foundation <coughs> and the fact that at this time where people have been at their most vulnerable, um, Caravan has managed to do that on a shoestring because you don't get any government funding, which is the other thing that blew my mind when I found out that. And I'm sure you're the same, um, Rob, you know, Fancy an organisation that's doing so much, not getting government funding. Anyway, it is like truly mind blowing um, to think that now you've got your van. Yep. But it doesn't stop there, does it? Because I mean, Care Van will consistently needs money to continue to do the work. That's right. We don't get any huge um, support from the government, so we we battle and um, we get together and do fundraising and and just make ends meet at the end of the year but the need's going to grow the um you know the, the cost of living's going up people are turning their heaters off and needing blankets and warm clothing it 
it's that the future's not looking great for a lot of people, and it's not just rough sleepers, it's couch sleepers, and it's families that are just really, really battling at this stage with with a, a, a dismal future. Everything, mm. yeah, absolutely everything. Well, some amazing news there, and uh, Rob, on behalf of Triple M and our audience across the border community, we just can't thank you enough for your amazing generosity and the fact that, you know, the $5,000 to begin with was a phenomenal bid, and congratulations to that, but the fact that you've just gone, no, I'm going to go one better. I'm going to do this. Uh, I, I love the conversation. I realise what these guys do and the lengths that they go to, the fact that you've gone out and you've gone and bought them a new van is nuts. Nothing short of extraordinary. Well, I will put the order in this afternoon, but I have to acknowledge some few um, people in the car industry too who I've spoken to, and when I mentioned what was happening, they just rallied, and uh, we've got some got things rolling. Quick, wow, so, that is incredible. But, but uh, hey, Leanne, the van will have Bluetooth, doll. <laughs> No more getting booked. Oh, I love it. That's How good fantastic. is that? Well, well, thank you, guys. We can't appreciate. Well, we can't thank you enough for coming in and giving us an update. Because, uh, as Lou said, the fundraising side of things was very exciting for us in the studio, and it really was. It was a thrilling week. It was a really massive one, and we thought this is great at the end of it. But to go from that to such a massive outcome and such a great turning point and such big news for an institution such as Carevan, congratulations to the both of you, and thank you so much for your time in the studio this morning for the update. Thanks very much. Can I just acknowledge uh, the staff in my organisation? Absolutely, I mean, by all means. Uh, they're thrilled to bits about what we're able to do. So, um, And it's about supporting our community. Yep. We love it. Thank you to Zypex. It's just fantastic. Absolutely. Pleasure. This is Triple M. And the list currently on our Facebook page, Lou, is building because we've asked a question, and wow, this has been a big question, uh, looking for COVID unicorns. Yes, indeed. Now, uh, the definition uh, in our world of a COVID unicorn is somebody who hasn't uh, caught COVID. Somehow. But, yes, somehow. <laughs> when everyone around them seems to have it, family, friends, workmates, and they're still managing to get by without getting it. And it's a good, you know, couple of years, two and a half two years a bit, yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, if you are a COVID unicorn, uh, shout it from the rooftops. <laughs> Be us, proud. Just know. Uh, let's go to the phones. One triple three five three. Trav, you're a, u- a COVID unicorn. I am, mate. Tell us your story, Trav. Yeah, so I work in emergency services, probably a fairly high-risk uh, situation. It'd be very high-risk. Um, have been around people everywhere with COVID, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, a number of family members have had it, and myself, my wife and my two kids have both avoided it. Wow, that's, that's incredible. fantastic. Now, do you have a theory on this, Trav? Not really. No? no? <laughs> just lucky? No, I guess just lucky. My kids have had classmates and stuff at school that have all had COVID and then they sit down for the school. Yeah, okay. Wow. They, they may so, be studying you in the future, Trav, you and your family, to, to find well, out. They'll probably, be, they'll probably study me for more than that. But, um, <laughs> okay. Who knows? Fair point. I, I, I don't know. We're just we're pretty clean living and fairly active, do a lot of exercise and spend a lot of time out there in the outdoors in the fresh air. So, I yep. don't know, maybe that's got something to do with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure it definitely would could have be. something to do with it. Trav, yep. thanks for the call. And well done on your unicorn status. Let's go to uh, this line, Triple M. Good morning. Who have we got there? Kim. Hi, hey, Kim. Kim. COVID unicorn? Hi, yes. You are. Wow. Okay. So, Kim... To uh, attain unicorn status, you have to have been fairly exposed to COVID. Have you had people around you that have uh, that have caught COVID? 
Uh, I'm a nurse. Oh, you're a nurse? You're a nurse? Oh, God. my God. And everyone Gosh. around you had well, COVID. That's amazing because we just had Travon who works in emergency services and he said the same thing. He hasn't had it either. So, gosh, you, uh, you're you doing very well. <laughs> yeah, everyone's dropping like flies everywhere, but not me. Okay. Are you taking vitamins? Is this a, is there a health regime that you're doing? No, nothing really. You're just turning up yep. for work, you're doing what you do, and somehow you're making it through without contracting COVID. Just following protocols. Unbelievable. Do you reckon, now, as a as a nurse, Kim, and obviously even pre-COVID, you would have worn masks all the time. Do you think that's a huge factor, the fact that we've all stopped wearing masks and people are catching it more? Uh, yeah, probably, probably, yeah. And just following hand hygiene, I think, is a big, big thing. Yeah, yeah we've, everyone's gotten a bit slack on the hand hygiene too. Haven't You're we? so yeah. right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, definitely appreciate the call, Kim. Uh, congratulations on your unicorn status yeah. and long may that continue. And thank you so much for doing everything that you do in, in the face of COVID because we know how slammed you guys have been. So thanks for that. No worries. Thank you. See ya. Now, I've just noticed on our Facebook page, Triple M The Border, we've got a, co- a few more people from the medical community that have also chimed in to report that they are unicorns as well. Lucy, neither my husband, son or I have had it. I'm a casual at my local hospital. Husband does security work. My son goes to daycare. We've all been exposed to it, but must be magic and still haven't got it. Wow, isn't that amazing? Uh, Megan said, I haven't had it. My husband and kids had it. I work in emergency services and worked all through the pandemic and dealt with people who had it, but haven't had it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. The, the, like, the amount of people that have, haven't had it, yep. but also opposed to the amount of people that have had it a few times. Like, yeah. there are now people you're hearing about that have had it multiple times. Absolutely. So, interesting. Uh, Christine says, my youngest son hasn't had it yet. My husband and other two children have had it once, and I've had it twice. So the son is yeah, the unicorn. crazy. Great weekend coming up with lots to see and do, and we're going to touch on a few of those uh, things to get into with our What's On later this morning, Lou. Yep. But uh, another option, found out yesterday, uh, movies, especially if you are a particular fan of a certain Byron Bay resident. Indeed, as I am. As, oh, we had a big discussion behind the scenes before the show even started about how much you enjoy the work. I'm not even going to say the work. Oh, no, I enjoy his work. Just the presence yeah. of Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, I do. I just enjoy Chris Hemsworth. Well, I'd like to. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> too much information. Uh, good morning um, to, I, uh, to Michael, <laughs> morning, if Michael. he's listening. <laughs> um, yeah, so, no, I just, yeah, I think Chris Hemsworth is... Um, All that and a bag of chips. Uh, you said it. There you go. Well, we speak of Chris and his latest effort because this is out in the cinemas and we caught up with Shana yesterday to talk about the new Thor movie. Yeah, very exciting day today, especially if you're into Marvel superheroes. Uh, I certainly am. All right, give us the rundown on uh, the Chris Hemsworth movie. <laughs> no, no, it's called oh, Thor sorry. Love and yeah, Thunder. Yeah. It's not just the Chris yeah. Hemsworth yeah. movie. The, the latest Thor movie. <laughs> Why am I not surprised, Lou, that uh, Chris Hemsworth is on your brain? That, that's fine. He's the I most agree. beautiful man in cinema. There's no doubt about it. I'm just really? putting it out oh, there. Wow. Oh, he's a magnificent specimen. What about um, George Clooney? Brad mm. Pitt? No. Yeah. <laughs> what about Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go on. Chris, um, Chris Hemsworth, I, I agree, is pretty perfect specimen, and he's that's why he's so good at Thor. I mean, he can act as well. He's very funny, and that's what these movies have turned out to be. The, the first Thor movie, people forget it was very serious. It was like a Shakespeare, mm, yes. Shakespeare story, and now it's evolved into more of a comedy action fantasy. 
Uh, I think that's why I like it, because I'm not a big Marvel superhero fan. It's filmed in Australia. It was filmed up in um, Sydney on Fox Studios, so it features a lot of Aussie actors, including Russell Crowe. He turns up in this one. And overall, it's just it's really just fun and enjoyable and lots of great special effects. Okay, another podcast done and dusted. Thank you again for checking it out through Listener. And uh, we are, of course, back on your radio coming up Monday where, wow, we are just chewing through this year at an absolute rate of knots. It's a little scary to think that uh, we're almost halfway through July. Yeah, but you know that also means winter's nearly over. Is it? Oh, kind I hope of? so. <laughs> Got our fingers <laughs> is crossed. Or is that wishful thinking? Yeah, we'll see how that pans out. Uh, keep safe and we will chat to you again soon. Right here at Triple M.